Welcome back to Local News Live and welcome to everyone's favorite segment. It is time for the Mike Bell Show. I'm uh, getting all the cameras set up here. Hello. It's my favorite time of the day. I know. We're so excited. Uh, we haven't been doing this very much lately. We've we had a lot of live events happening. Uh, every time we've worked together for the last few weeks. Yeah, it used to be pretty much a daily occurrence. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I want to grab my handy-dandy yeah. touchscreen thing for the stuff. <laughs> All right, so, Amber, how you doing? Doing good. Excited to see what you have for us. I know you've uh, combed through quite a few stories and grabbed some of the top ones, so uh, excited for the Mike Bell Show today. So am I. I'm always excited for the Mike Bell Show, especially because, uh, oh, yeah, that's me. Yeah. So... Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. As always, Mike Bell here, Local News Live. These are some of the top trending stories throughout the gray sphere of influence. I'm contractually obligated to make this gesture when I talk about this. And, yes, I'm standing in front of the grotesquely expensive Interactive Center 3000. So we're, these are some of the top trending stories throughout 90-plus gray stations, basically. Their websites, their Twitters, their Facebooks, their Instagrams, uh, you know whole lot of social media going on. Social media usually makes me antisocial, but when it comes to getting the news, can't really beat that. So we're going to go through some of these stories. Some have video packages, some don't. Some I'm going to explain and kind of talk through. Some, we just let the reporters do the work and then I get to sit back and sip my coffee. So we're going to start with this one. And again, these are the top trending stories of the day. Sometimes the stories are from events that happened a day, maybe longer ago. But we try to be timely here. So here we go. First one from KY3, but of course being uh, published through the uh, Associated Press. Man stabbed, reporter attacked at protests at Los Angeles City Hall. There is a really dramatic photo from the Associated Press. So always just classic, wonderful photography. And I know I'm not talking about that doesn't look fun, but the photography itself is really great. So. Let's find out a little bit more about what happened in Los Angeles. A man was stabbed. A reporter was attacked Saturday at a protest against vaccine mandates on the south lawn of the L.A. City Hall after a fight broke out between protesters, counter-protesters, according to police and local media. About 2 p.m., several hundred people holding American flags, Trump memorabilia, uh, former President Donald Trump memorabilia, signs calling for, quote, medical freedom. Arrived at City Hall around 2 p.m. for the rally. According to the LA Times, a small group of counter-protesters gathered nearby. Half an hour later, a fight broke out. Uh, one man, one male, I should say, was stabbed and was being treated by Los Angeles Fire Department. And then the man was taken to a nearby hospital listed in serious condition. His condition as of now, we are not aware no arrests have been made, but the investigation is ongoing. Counter-protesters could be seen spraying mace while members of the anti-vaccine rally screamed death threats, according to the LA Times. So just, oh, and uh, here we go. One more here. Uh, KPCC radio reporter Frank Stoles was seen walking out of the park near City Hall, being screamed at by anti-mask protesters, according to the Times. One man was seen kicking him. Stoles told a police officer he had been assaulted while trying to conduct an interview. Stoles later tweeted, something happened to me today that's never happened in 30 years of reporting in LA. I was shoved, kicked, and my eyeglasses were ripped off of my face by a group of guys at a protest outside City Hall during an anti-vax recall. 
at Gavin Newsom, that being the governor of California, pro-Trump rally. He is in good condition. Stoles is. So, um, sounds like a really hectic situation. I've been at protests. I've covered political rallies where counter-protesters, so then there's a lot of heat going on between the two parties. But I personally have never been assaulted in the line of me doing my job for, whether it was for a newspaper or working over at Channel 6 here in Omaha. And uh, I consider myself lucky. So hopefully, not to get political, but stop hurting each other. Political differences aside, you can argue, you can yell, you can scream, but stop kicking and punching each other and stabbing each other. But maybe that's controversial and I shouldn't say that. I understand. We're going to move on to the next story before I get reprimanded. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Amber, do you know who Arnold Schwarzenegger is? Yes, I do. Thank you, Florida. Okay. I know I don't watch many movies, but yes, I do know who he is. Have you seen Terminator 2 Judgment Day? Definitely not. I'm sorry. Folks, help. Help me. Being the old <laughs> man that I am and knowing a little bit about movies from the 80s and 90s, and now I work with people who are like, what's that? What does that mean? So, uh, Schwarzenegger was also, at one time, governor of California. So, his political career, his movie acting aside, Schwarzenegger, to those against the COVID policies, quote, screw your freedom. Let's, uh, there's a bit of a soundbite here. It's only about 30 seconds long. Let's tune in and see what the Terminator had, or the governor, I should say, had to say. And the only way we prevent it is, is to get vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, well, my freedom is being kind of disturbed here. No, screw your freedom. Because with freedom comes obligations and, uh, and responsibilities. We cannot just say, I have the right to do X, Y, and Z. When you affect other people, that is when it gets serious. Wow. So some strong words from Arnold Schwarzenegger, who, me, personally, I, I have to admit, role model of mine growing up. Of course, I'm not Mr. Universe or anything, in case you haven't noticed, but his movies and everything, I, just some very strong words about the vaccine, about anti-mask uh, ideals that seem to be rather in the news a lot lately, in case you didn't just see the last story I just spoke about. So he added later on, and no, I will spare you my Schwarzenegger impression, okay? I, I torture my coworkers and my wife and my child, <laughs> telling them to get to Zachapa all the time, but I won't do that here. The only way we prevent it is get vaccinated, to wear masks, to do social distancing, washing your hands all the time, and not just to think about, well, my freedom is getting kind of disturbed here, then followed later with the screw your freedoms thing. So in context, I hope I added a little bit more there that uh, Mr. Schwarzenegger, the former governor of California, and at one time a time-traveling Terminator sent back to kill, then later save John Connor. <laughs> Pretty solid <laughs> argument there. But again, I'm not opinionating. And we've got one more here. We've got several more, rather, but I know that COVID, kind of back in the news, it felt like, Amber, we were just kind of getting out of talking about COVID, 
and mask mandates and sanctions, or well, sanctions, but you know, COVID every day, being in the news industry that we are, the last year and a half, it's been nothing but learning and reading about COVID every day. Mm -hmm. It felt like we were finally getting away from that, but now we have the variants and stuff back, right? Or, yeah, you, you know, it, it did kind of seem like we were, we were, there was a light at the end of the tunnel almost, yep. and uh, we weren't talking about it as much, you know. We were, I mean, I remember the beginning of the pandemic, we were reporting, I was in at WSAZ in Huntington, West Virginia, and we were reporting on COVID numbers every single day. I mean, we were- Multiple times a day right. here, yeah. We were saying how many people had COVID, how many people were hospitalized, and you know, eventually that dwindled. You know, we didn't talk about those numbers like that much more, especially when they were going down. You know, we were saying they were going down, but uh, yeah, now it seems like we're, hearing all about COVID again because of these Delta variants, and or the Delta variant, I should say. Delta, then there's a lam Lambda variant. I guess we're all yeah. trying to get re-familiarized with the Greek alphabet, unfortunately. Yes. And, and then, of course, vaccines, obviously a big topic. Um, Masks, so, still a big topic. Yeah, they're coming well. back into the conversation. You know, we just uh, watched the other day that school board meeting um, I think here in Omaha and, yep. you know, parents voicing their opinions for and against these mask mandates and Omaha ended up saying they are going to require masks in school. So they're coming back into the conversation. Not everyone's favorite thing, not everyone's favorite thing to talk about or where, but, you know, that's the unfortunate reality of where we are now in this pandemic. Right. And, and folks, anybody watching, we're not trying to be, we're not trying to politicize the news no. that we're reporting, these are the top trending stories. Also, we're not sitting here telling you, you have to wear a mask, you have to get vaccinated or anything like that. It's just that we are noticing that there seems to be a lot more uh, uh, contested ideals when it comes to the science or it comes to mass vaccines and so on. It seems like we're almost stepping back from where we were about a year ago when the vaccine was rolling out and mask mandates and so forth. So I almost feel like we're kind of stuck in a time loop or something. I don't want anybody to get sick. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely just such weird times. And and it's, there's such a divide, I think, too, among people, people who, you know, really, really were forced in line to get vaccinated and, and people who just don't want anything to do with it. So yeah, it's, it's a really sad kind of scary time right now. And uh, who knows what the right answer is? That's why we have research and scientists and, and people a lot smarter than and me. lawmakers yeah making the decisions and, and not us but um yeah unfortunately it is in the conversation so much more today including today at a press conference that i know you're about to give us a recap on exactly so uh senate speaker chuck schumer from the state of new york schumer calls for federal crackdown on fake vaccine cards i think this is something look vaccines and then the cards and do you need to show the card as proof so you can go to a concert or something like that that's that's a different discussion but fake vaccine cards from what i understand from everything i've read and heard and listened to getting the vaccine is not very difficult in the united states as far as i'm aware so that fake vaccine cards are now really becoming a thing. I, it's been a thing for a minute, 
But the Senate's top Democrat says federal law enforcement officials need to crack down on fake COVID-19 vax cards being sold online. Senator Schumer announced uh, Sunday, uh, Senator Schumer's announcement Sunday comes after the AP reported how people are cheating the system buying counterfeit COVID-19 vaccination cards online, worrying officials at colleges, universities across the country that are requiring proof students receive the vaccine to attend in-person classes. Now, I know that every state, every college is different and they have their different bylaws and requirements and so forth, but I remember attending public school, elementary school, high school. I mean, seventh grade was so much fun, I did it twice. Uh, you had to have vaccines against a, a lot of different symptoms, uh, diseases rather, uh, you know, measles and, and, and chicken pox and whatnot, or smallpox, uh, polio and stuff. You know, a lot of people in this day, the modern age, get these vaccines when we're still babies. So the idea that there are fake vaccination cards and that people are making money off of this somewhere, uh, Schumer is demanding U.S. Customs and Border Protection, the FBI, team up with officials from the Department of Health and Human Services to launch a crackdown on the counterfeit cards, start a campaign to make clear that forging the cards could land people in federal prison. Uh, I feel a lot of people don't know this, so I'm going to just, I don't know if it's exactly the same, but if you counterfeit money, if you take a $100 bill and you put it on a, a scanner and you try to print it and pass it off, that's a felony. And in most states, that's a minimum of five years in prison for doing so. So I assume fake, 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 fake vaccination cards will probably run somewhere along that same offense, but I do not know. But I know that counterfeiting money, also not a very great idea because most people that I've written about have gotten caught. Then again, if they didn't get caught, I guess I wouldn't have written about them. Hmm. Do we have this video here? During July, yes, we do. Okay, let's there do is a thirteen-second ad currently playing, um, okay. and then we will. So we just need to burn about thirteen seconds of time. Well, now only about four more seconds. So we're doing a, a great job, actually. Sorry, and folks, I'm getting go. a little distracted. There's the there's cleaning going on in the hallway, and so I hear this rumble, and I'm like, oh, it's the garbage can. Has it been thirteen seconds yet? It has been thirteen seconds. Here we go. That was easy. COVID-19 still has a tight grip on the United States. This Delta variant really has been a game changer. More than one and a half million new COVID-19 cases so far this month in the U.S., according to Johns Hopkins University. Some of us thought that we might see a surge come the winter time, but now we're having a surge in the summer when this was supposed to be the quiet period. Eight states, Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Louisiana, Mississippi, Nevada, and Texas account for around 24% of the nation's population, but about 51% of COVID-19 hospitalizations in the U.S., according to a CNN analysis of Health and Human Services data. This is not staying in the South, where this force of infection is so strong that we're now seeing it move up into the Midwest. Officials in Dallas County, Texas, said Friday there were no ICU beds for children left in the county. If your child uh, has a, a heart, a congenital heart defect or something, needs an ICU bed, or more likely if they have COVID, need an ICU bed, we don't have one. Your child will wait for another child to die. This as the country waits for an authorized vaccine for those 12 years and younger. Children have become the collateral damage 
of adults who've made a personal choice not to be vaccinated. These children who are falling ill have been infected by unvaccinated adults who are in their environment. I'm John Lawrence reporting. So there you go, a little bit more information about some of the uh, COVID developments and also the counterfeit vaccination cards that are currently circulating. And it just, it just begs the question, are people getting a counterfeit vaccination card because they can't get the vaccine or they do not want to? I do not know. But apparently it's a thing and people are getting these fake vaccination cards as to show proof so that they can either go to school or go to concerts and whatever. I do not know, but it is an issue. So something else that we will be keeping an eye on as well. Got a couple more interesting, and not, not that the last few stories weren't interesting, I misspoke, but this is uh, something interesting of a different kind, I suppose. This is uh, KKTV, of course, our gray station in Colorado Springs, which I believe it's in Colorado. That would make sense. So, death investigation underway after citizen, citizen drops body off at downtown Springs Fire Station. There's no video, there's no photos. There's an ad for, I think that was Victoria's Secret or something, so I apologize to the viewers at home. Colorado Springs, Colorado. Police are investigating why a citizen drove, so it's just one citizen, drove a deceased person to a fire station in downtown Colorado Springs. Officers were called to the station at Colorado Avenue and Weber's, a lot of Colorados in this story, uh, just before 9 a.m., according to the police sergeant. While foul play was not immediately apparent because of the unusual circumstances, the death is considered suspicious pending autopsy results. Sergeant would not comment on what the driver claimed was the cause of death. No further information at the, this time. So, just to recap, someone had a deceased human being in their car, drove it to a fire station in Colorado Springs, and said, hey, I've got a deceased person in my car. That's kind of weird. I, I've heard so many podcasts. And how many episodes of Law & Order begin? with people taking a jog through the park and they find a dead body. But I've never heard of someone taking a dead body that they found or something, putting it in their car and then driving to like the nearest police station, fire station or whatever and being like, hey, I brought this, you guys want this? Like, like how does that work? What was the, what was the uh, train of logic? I'm intrigued, I need to know more about this, okay? Also, that would be a weird drive, wouldn't it? Assuming you don't have a pickup truck, right? So, Amber, I'm gonna ask this. I know the answer, but I have to ask. Have you ever seen a film called Weekend at Bernie's? No, I have not. Do you know what the concept of the movie is? Yes, I do. Okay, so yeah, a little bit like, let's, yep, let's go downtown. So, I hope everyone out there watching finds this as, strange as I do, because it is. It has to be. I need to know more. Well, hopefully, our gray station, what is it, KKTV, KKTV. will uh, find out some more details, you know, as 
investigations are preliminary, maybe not as many details are released. It's suspicious, but not necessarily criminal yet, but yeah. suspicious. You'll have to uh, keep checking their website, see if we can get the update on another uh, Mike Bell show. Exactly, which <laughs> may be tomorrow. Will yeah. it be tomorrow? You need to tune in and find out. Never know. Let's move to the next one. Also another from KKTV. So sometimes I go through a listing that we have of shows all of our stations and their top trending stories. Other times I go to some of our stations and just see what's, what's the big story on the front page today. And this picture really does say a lot. Colorado State Patrol car reportedly goes off-road near Cave of the Winds Saturday. And so at first when I saw this picture, I was like, how long has this truck been there? It's so overgrown. It must have been there for years and years. No, it, it, that's just how heavy the brush is there. So, searching for two hours, this is the update. Manitou Springs, Colorado. I don't know how the proximity of Manitou Springs near Colorado Springs, but I guess must be in the same region if there are so many springs. After searching for two hours, El Paso County search and rescue team was not able to find anyone in connection to the car over the side of the road. But earlier, they were responding to the area, Cave of the Winds, Manitou Springs, after a car reportedly went off the road and went down a hill. They said that they found the car. It is, quote, pretty smashed, but did not find anyone inside the vehicle. They're, they were searching the area, no other information. So a couple of options here. One, somebody was driving, went off the side of the road, totaled their car, um, and now that car is basically looks like it's going to be a Christmas ornament for all of those pine trees. And so they just, you know what, and walk away. Like, what about your car? Don't you want to keep your car? You want to get it back out? You could sell it for scrap or something? Do you, okay, all right, fine, I suppose. But if I told them my car, even on the side of the road, unless I had an ex extenuating circumstance. I don't think I would ever leave my car behind, even if it was in the middle of what looks to be uh, a massive forest from something like Lord in the Rings. And so Cave of the Winds, also never been there. I assume it's windy. We've got, you know what? Yep, here we go. Okay, we got one more COVID story. I thought I lined all the COVID stories up at the front. I did not, I apologize. So now we're going from crash car with no people and assaults on people and a reporter at an anti-mask rally and so on too. Hundreds gather outside Tucson Medical Center protesting mandatory vaccines. Thank the Lord that there is a video presentation with this one from News 13 KOLD in Tucson, Arizona. Let's tune in, let's find out more about what happened. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Damian Alameda. Hundreds gathered today outside Tucson Medical Center protesting TMC's mandate that employees get at least one dose of the COVID-19 vaccine. KLD News 13's Jasmine Ramirez learned why some are against it and how the hospital plans to move forward. TMC and Banner have announced their staff will be required to get vaccinated. Whether you like the vaccine or you dislike the vaccine, anything experimental should should carry with it consent from the people that are getting it. Mark Lytle says he's a paramedic. If the vaccine goes beyond its current emergency use authorization, he still doesn't plan to get it. Once it is approved by the FDA, will your opinion on that change? I will not be getting the vaccine. Our guys have been treated 
Uh, many of us in public safety have been treated with ivermectin. We've been recovered within 24 to 48 hours. The FDA says ivermectin is approved for the treatment of some parasitic worms in people. However, it is not approved for use in treating or preventing COVID-19 in humans. Do you see a pandemic? Who, a, a pandemic to me would be thousands of people would be dropping dead every day. Johns Hopkins is reporting worldwide more than 11,000 people died from COVID yesterday. The CDC's most recent data shows the U.S. had 691 new deaths on Thursday. Thursday. Yet protesters say they feel the vaccine is dangerous. It's not protecting people, but actually it's designed, the spike protein is designed to replicate and it's designed to give you COVID. It's what's making people sick. The CDC says millions of people in the U.S. have received vaccines, which have undergone the most intensive safety monitoring in the country's history. TMC sent us a statement today explaining why their employees must be vaccinated. We know vaccines work, so we stand behind our decision to require hospital workers to be vaccinated. Of those currently hospitalized with COVID, 99% are unvaccinated. The hospital is allowing some exceptions for religious or health reasons. TMC says as a community hospital, it's its job is to keep staff and patients safe. In Tucson, Jasmine Ramirez, KLD News 13. Okay, so another little bit of information there. Hold on, I want to go back to it, of course. Hundreds gathering, Tucson protesting. So whether you like the vaccine or you dislike the vaccine, anything experimental should carry a consent from the people who are getting it, said Mark Lytle at the protest. He says he's a paramedic. If the vaccine goes beyond its current emergency use authorization, he still doesn't plan to get it. And again, we are not here to pass judgment or, or say, you gotta get the vaccine or don't get the vaccine. That's up to everybody individually. But again, the FDA says Ivermectin is approved for the treatment of some parasitic worms in people. However, it's not approved for the use in treating or preventing COVID-19. Because someone, the, the gentleman mentioned earlier, I will not be getting the vaccine. Our guys have been treated, many of us in public safety, with Ivermectin. I'll be honest, I don't know how to pronounce this, folks. Ivermectin. Uh, we've been recovered within 24 to 48 hours. So there you go little bit more of the COVID-19 vaccine in the news does not seem to be a topic that is going away any soon, anytime soon. We're going to move away. We're moving away from the COVID. We're leaving it behind. We're going to wave bye to it in the rear view mirror. Okay. We've got two things that aren't COVID related, not even political, not even really anything related. One's about weather and one's about a baby hippo. Let's go to the weather. This is a water spout. And I have to thank Amber for not correcting me <laughs> on air because off air, when I was pulling these stories up, I said water sprout, yep. like a sprout of a plant. It's a water spout. I mean, I guess I see where your head was at, but yeah, it's a spout. Well, it sprouts up or down, I suppose. Right. It uh, depends on how you look at it, I suppose. I believe tornadoes form up to down. Actually, I'm not sure. I think it might be mutual, but it's a heck of a thing here. Uh, mm -hmm. And so, Amber, where is this? Uh, so this is Fort Walton Beach, which is up in the Florida Panhandle. Have think, you been? I have not, okay. but think like uh, Panama City Beach area um, up there, so on, on the Gulf. And uh, also, similarly, the area that's being uh, hit by Fred right now. Check that oh. out. 
Yeah. That is a, well, it's, it's kind of up, you know, in the panhandle, so Fred's not quite up there just yet. However, uh, they are dealing with some nasty weather. So first a water spout, and uh, now Fred mm. in that exact same area. Right, and storms will sometimes be spawned from other larger storms yeah. coming towards uh, whatever area that they're hitting. Uh, are, are they considered tropical storms or hurricanes, or uh, are they still being considered tropical depressions? I do think Fred is a tropical depression. I know how he feels, right? Um, it's a, two hours ago, according to CNN, Fred is a tropical storm. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, so he's, he's and expected up. to strengthen a little bit. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, Grace is also a tropical storm at this point. Oh, uh, this okay. is Grace's path. So uh, kind of hitting the same area, looks like the Florida Panhandle might be spared from a direct hit. Although of course they'll get all that nasty uh, outskirts of storms. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, both tropical storms at this point, back to back kind of uh, hitting that same area up there. So they're not doing good weather wise. And that, yeah, that graphic that was just up it always kind of amazes me because I, I don't know how fast a storm travels. I am not a meteorologist by any means, but we see this graph, this chart here, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. It, it just kind of blows my mind how huge something like a tropical storm or a hurricane can just kind of move over such a huge amount of, of land mass, I suppose, or area, I guess is a better word to describe it. And so, Looks like, yeah, it's basically headed towards, uh, is that Houston and New Orleans? Yeah, so I, to give you, give you a, uh, an idea of how fast these storms move, um, Grace is moving west at 26 miles per hour. That's faster than I can run. So, yeah, I mean, it's not crazy, crazy quick. However, However. Um, it, it's pretty fast, so, yeah. That's a uh, 26 miles per hour. I can't find Fred's speed, but I... Uh, I think oh. it's safe to assume it's roughly the same. Oh. Fred is about 13 miles per hour. Okay, so a Fred, slower. Fred's uh, taking his sweet time. He is. But if anything, that's great because that gives more people time to prepare. If they have to evacuate, they can. Right. Board up the windows, they can. Sandbag and all that stuff. I have never covered a hurricane or really a tropical storm. We don't get many of those. Uh, in Nebraska and <laughs> Iowa, but I have covered severe storms and flooding. Uh, never covered a water spout, never seen one in person. I've seen a couple tornadoes in person, but nothing extreme. Mm -hmm. I just love this video for the fact, had to bring it up, because you see these guys out on a boat, they're fishing. There is a literal tornado. Well... Not far from where they are. Right. And so, some guy still has hold of his rod because he's still thinking, well, maybe I can get something from this. Well, so I, I will say, I and Mike, you know, I'm the first person to say tornadoes are terrifying. Yes, they, they really are. are. I mean, tornadoes to me are the craziest natural disaster. They come in an instant, you have minutes to prepare, it's terrifying. However, if you're lucky, yeah. Right. A water spout is not quite as urgent. Could it move quickly? Yeah. But. Typically, you just kind of see them like this. You see them out in the distance. You're like, okay, have there they are. Have you seen a water spout in person? Huh? Have you seen a water spout in person? I have. I haven't been on the water while it was happening. Sure. But, yeah. I mean, I, they're, they're not super uncommon. You can kind of see them forming hmm. um, out 
over the, the water there. Um, yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say they're as terrifying as a tornado. Now, would you want to be caught under one? Of course not. No, but it's a big ocean. Typically, you can... I, I will fully admit that uh, I, I, can, I can easily see your point that a water spout is probably not as terrifying mm -hmm. as a land tornado that is churning up dirt, bulldozing buildings, and flinging everything and everything into the air towards you. Yeah, I mean, this is just, it's just air and water, but, you know? Well, right, but what if there's like a shark? Um, then you have like that there, one and weird... Then you was, have a shark missile coming at you. What was that one, um, one weird show, Sharknado? Sharknado, it was a movie, yes. Um, I, I did unfortunately see that one. So you haven't seen Terminator 2. But I've seen Sharknado. Listen, I, I, I don't get I it either. I can't get a read on you. I, I, I almost need a list of every film you've ever seen just so I can judge you better. I would easily be able to give that to you because I don't watch very many <laughs> movies. Um, but yes, they, I, I don't think that happens either. Um, and I did Google just to confirm fair weather water spouts. So like kind of one like this one, mm -hmm. you know, you got a storm, but it's, you know, um, are rarely dangerous. There you go. So, um, go. And, and they often don't move very much, so. So you could kind of watch from a distance, and as long as you basically don't head towards the thing like you're yeah. trying to warp levels in Super Mario 3, I think you'll be okay. Right. and yes, uh, That was a very dated reference as well. <laughs> yes. So, uh, yeah, I mean, really cool video, but uh, luckily they're not in too much danger out there taking the video. Well, I hope they caught something. Yes, me too. I, I hope that. I, I love fishing. I should go fishing more often. Uh, the last time I went fishing was about mm, 10 years ago, Halifax River in Daytona Beach, and I caught a lot of stuff that was not really edible. So <laughs> threw them back in, but I had fun. That's the point. So yeah. we got one more video, and then I need to go lay down. Lay down? <laughs> lie down? One of the two. KKTV, one more time. Pulling a lot of content from KKTV today. Mm -hmm. They're doing great. You guys are awesome. Watch. Baby Hippo at Cheyenne Mountain Zoo relaxing with his Is this mom. anchored, Mike? Do I need sound with this? Do we know? I, I do not know if it's anchored. I do okay. not know if that's sound. Find but out. I do know there's an advertisement of some kind. So uh, It does not seem like there's any audio. That is fine because no words can be said. They should have sent a poet. Look Ugh. how adorable that is. Oh, it's he's a little, It's a little baby hippo and his mama. Mama looks tired. God, it's like being at home for me, and yeah. now that's not a comment that my wife. I was like, like "You better be careful." I'm with trying that to be one. very careful, like but it. I know this feeling of, God, just let me sleep, let me take a nap, Aww. and the baby is like, <gasps> hang out with me. That's how I look when I wake up with my cat in the mornings. <laughs> she she snuggles kind of right in there, lays right like that, and oh. she is a little chunky. <laughs> And she just turned five. And today's her fifth birthday. Stella's birthday. Happy birthday, Stella. Oh, and now, he, now he's going into the water. Mom's Take like, a little huh? swimmy swim. Okay, fine. If, if you if, if oh. you got to get up. Oh, my gosh. That was really cute at the end. Do you see its little ears flicker? Yeah. Oh, and now we have a, an ad. So an we have ad. to go back so to So we'll have to cut it there, folks. Oh, there's a little more hippo action behind me. But, folks... Thank you for staying with us. I know that was quite the journey of cute baby hippos, water spouts, not sprouts, water spouts. <coughs> water spouts. And a whole lot of COVID-19 updates. And <coughs> plus, you know, a car crash here and there. It happens. Are you okay? I'm sorry, yes. Okay. 
we're all kind of dealing with the allergies right now. It's been awful this year. Really mm -hmm. has. But thank you for staying with us.